What's going on, everybody? We're back. Episode seven, Brian. Do you th- did you think we'd make it seven episodes? I didn't think we'd make it three episodes. No, it's crazy, man. It's uh, I got a text actually yesterday saying, "When are you guys doing another episode?" I need my uh, I need my comedy. Was that your mom? And I said, uh, very, "I think very this nice is of her. the." Uh, I said, "I think this is the wrong number." <laughs> um, this is uh, yeah, man. Episode seven. How has the last couple weeks been for you? Oh. It has been um, it's been a whirlwind. Uh, we'll we'll get into some of this later, but um, got new carpets. Um, I discovered a little place called Costco. Um, that's you buy it, you buy items in bulk, and, and I got a little tip for for some of the listeners of what I've learned at this Costco. Um, I don't know. Other than that, like it's just been. Just, just waiting for summer, man. I'm, I'm so tired of this weather. It's can't make up its mind. It's freezing cold, and then it's sunny and beautiful, and then you step outside, but it's still cold, and then like you see the clouds coming in for more rain. So I was like, oh, I better get back inside. It's like, just make up your mind. Um, <laughs> what about you? What, what, what how have your couple of weeks been? Uh, you know what? It's been, it's been most of the same. Yeah, it's we're kind of at that point. Like I almost feel a little bit sick. Because you're right, it's pouring rain, but then it's kind of warm out. And then there's other days the sun is out, but it's still kind of cold. And uh, and my body doesn't know what to do. Um, last couple of weeks for me have been busy. Both, I had uh, uh, two nieces, my brother, my grandmother, and my dad all had birthdays. Uh, and, uh, and then it was Easter. And uh, my long weekend was uh, was was jam packed. A lot, of, a lot of family time, which I'm always grateful for. Um, and I'm kind of at a point now where, uh, as well, uh, with my writing, where I'm almost pretty much ready to start shopping for an agent. And uh, and that's that's a scary thing. Um, Damn, it's 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 that imposter syndrome. And I know that you can probably relate nope. to uh, things you've done in the past too, where it's like. You're like, okay, the big day is here. I can't keep pushing it off. I can't keep making excuses. Uh, <laughs> I think I have to. I think I have to do something now. Um, question that I'm sure all the fans want to hear is: Have you come up with the title for this book yet? No, no, still, I still haven't. Oh my god! It'll be some variation of my last name, like all the other things that I do. Uh, <laughs> How about Hawk like book. Um, Hawk in the Name of Love? Yeah, we could do something no. like uh, just a play on words of uh, I kn- a romance novel. It's, I guess it's an action an action movie. So, oh, okay, Black Hawk Down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I might have a, a bit of a lawsuit coming my way. What? Uh, no, uh, I didn't know Owen Wilson was in that movie. By the way, is he? He's in that movie. I'm pretty sure Black Hawk Down. Could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Hold on, just gonna. Pull I thought up. he was in Behind Enemy Lines. Maybe that's the one. Um, who uh, Black Hawk? Behind Enemy Lines. That sounds very similar. Um, Black yeah. Hawk Down. Oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah, it's not in that. That's Enemy Enemy Behind the Lines or whatever, or Behind Enemy Lines. Yeah, behind enemy lines. Which I also get yeah. confused with Enemy at the Gates, which is another war movie, superb one though. Um, but stacked cast in Black Hawk Down, Josh Hartnett. Um, there's Ian McGregor. There's Tom Hardy. There's Orlando Bloom. There's William Fitchner, the guy who always plays those characters. You see his face, but you don't know who he is. Um, he's the guy who's the banker at the start of the Dark Knight Rises when Joker's robbing the place. He's oh, got the yeah, shotgun. Yeah. That guy, yeah. He's like in every. He's like you see him in every side <laughs> role, but you just everyone's like, I don't know that guy's name. Could you imagine being that that celebrity going around? They're like, like nobody knows your name, but they know you're famous. They're like, hey, you were in that uh, that thing, and it's like, yeah, well, I was in a lot of things, and it's like you're uh random henchman three <laughs> there's uh eric roberts if you know that name no. that's uh julia roberts brother uh 
that's another guy that I, I think one year on IMDb in like a calendar year, like a 12 month span, mm-hmm. he had something like 163 credits. Like he was just like, wow, he'd be in like a TV show for an episode and they'd be on another TV show for like, you know, five seconds of an episode. And, uh, and then he'd be, you know, he was like, he was in the dark night too. He was, uh, one of the guys when they're all sitting at the table and the Joker mm. uh, meets all the mafia guys. Yeah. Eric Roberts is like there. He's like the cool, suave mobster. And he's got like three lines before, uh, spoiler alert, Two-Face mercs him in the back of a car. Um, oh, okay. I know that guy. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know who exactly. Yeah. I didn't know that was Julia Roberts' brother. That's yeah, it's older uh, brother. And There's Emma a, Roberts' dad, I was going to say, Emma Roberts, that's a, that's a Nepo family right there. <laughs> not to be confused with necro oh, family yeah it's uh so i want to hear about uh, about costco because i i've i've you know as someone who lives alone and uh doesn't have roommates or anything i, I don't you really have a there. reason to go to costco yeah. and get a f- you know family pack of flat screen televisions so what did you find oh, when you went there man so costco um the whole business model is you buy in bulk uh, i'm not sure if you've you've uh stumbled upon this but so you go in there and it's I don't even don't even try and go on the weekends. That's I'm I'm, I'm talking Langley Costco experience here. First, you got to fight the crowds just to get into the parking lot because there's like gas for five cents cheaper and people line up like it's the apocalypse. And you get past that. You find a stall way, way far away. They've got these crazy like double super wide stalls. By the way, anybody listening is like, Brian, you're a fucking idiot. Like, we know what Costco is. Like, we've been there. <laughs> yeah. But to me, this is new. I don't think you need to explain. <laughs> um, just for reference, I had to go for, I had to go, tra- I had to get training on Costco before I actually got my own membership. I would go with uh, my friend Adam and I would tag along as he went through Costco and I just needed a couple of things. And he kind of, he kind of took me under his, his wing of, okay, these are the do's and don'ts of Costco. Um, and so, you know, where to park what time to go so i showed up right at <laughs> showed up right at an opening on friday um and um it's a lineup it's like covid times where people are lined up like almost around the block but like costco's so big that like it's it's only a drop in the bucket of, of people so uh they let you all in you, you flash your card at the front like you're like someone important uh they, they give you a nod and you walk in <laughs> and here's the trick here's the tip Get out of the way of that congestion, because if you're trying to go with the crowd at, at opening to go to like the good parts of the Costco, I'm talking like the the bakery, the meat section, the produce, the things you're there for. Everyone's gonna just clog up, and it's gonna be just rush hour down that main aisle of Costco by the the clothes and all the shitty like random products that nobody really wants, unless it's like you go to Costco, all you buy all your stuff, like birthday presents at Costco. Like I'm not there yet. Um, so what you do, so you sneak through the electronic side, uh, on the left, you take the back alley of aisles on the left-hand side of, of, of Costco. When you first go in, you beeline it down that you don't even look down those aisles. Cause you don't need kitty litter. You don't need car cleaning supplies. You don't need this stuff. And that takes you right to the bakery. You do a quick shop at bakery. You grab a two pack of baguettes. Uh, for five ninety eight, you you rush over to the meat department. You get the best salmon you will ever have, the most buttery smooth salmon. Um, and you grab that. It's like thirty bucks, but you get like four meals out of it. And then you grab whatever meat you need, and you get out of there before anyone makes it down there, because they're all like just all that congestion. They're not making it down that main aisle. So you grab all the shit you need in those areas, make it to produce, and then you're ahead of the crowd. And you, as long as you keep like a fast pace and it's like, you're not, you're not lollygagging. You're not looking for things like you're not window shopping. You kind of like, you see your things that you need to get, grab them, throw it in the cart. Then you go through the, the freezer aisles really quick, zip back and forth, hit up the snack food area. Like at the very end, maybe grab your beef jerky and some of those snacks that you had because you went shopping hungry and you, you have an appetite for it. Um, and then get right in line. And when you're going in line, go to the line closest to, again, the entrance, the electronics department, because all the idiots go on the left-hand side, like when you're going down, go on like the main side, like near the end of the Costco lap, basically. Screw that. Go to the right-hand side by the entrance. You can still get in maybe three three buggies deep. Not that bad. You get in, throw them your card, check out, grab a hot dog for $1.50 get out of there <laughs> load up your car take the back ex- exit out 
Uh, don't don't try and go back the way you came in that parking lot because you're going to get hit by all the gas goers. Go the back way. Get onto I don't know what that road is, kind of by the spa utopia. Get back on 64th. Zip home. <laughs> if you're just tuning in, that's Brian describing uh, how to survive Costco. I like how you've gone there once and you're like, all right, here's what to do. Because I, people I, that have never been there. That's my first time on my there, own. Like, I'm well aware. That's my first time on my own. Uh, I was flying solo. I, I got the I got the membership myself. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna finally invest um, because Costco's business model is lower prices because they make money off of their memberships. So they're not going to gouge and inflate like all these other little grocery stores, save on foods, um, trying to, trying to compete with the Costco's of the world by offering their throwback Tuesday dollar 49 things. I don't know if you've heard of that, but that's, have you seen that? Have you seen that in the, the stores, the, the Daryl's deals, like the old pricing, they're throwing it back to a dollar 49 for bacon or whatever, but it's like, only while supplies last and they're yeah. cleaned out right away. And it's like, Hey, this is how we battle inflation. This is how we're making costs uh, affordable for you again. Meanwhile, they're like upcharging <laughs> on everything else. To remind you of what it was like in like 1974. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my Costco. That was my Costco trip. Uh, <laughs> I feel, <laughs> I feel so old of how excited I got um, by this. I came home jacked up uh lauren wants no part of costco she said well i'll go with we'll get the membership just as long as you know that you do the costco shops i can do the save on shops but you do the costco shops because i want no part of that one of my best friends uh her and her husband go to costco once a week he was in uh in mexico uh i guess two weeks ago by the time this will come out and she had to go by herself and she was like, I almost left. She's like the parking alone, mm-hmm. that situation. She's like, I almost, uh, she's like, I almost left. Rookie mistake. She probably, went, she, she probably went, she probably went on a Saturday. Actually. She probably went on a Saturday or no, no, Sunday. No, no, she went, no, she went, uh, she went like a Monday or something. See, but I, also I rookie be... mistake. Mondays are when they do the price changeovers and the new deals. So people go nuts for Mondays. I've, I've learned that. <laughs> Uh, I followed a Costco subreddit, uh, Costco Canada subreddit. <laughs> I was say, yeah. I'm in it. I'm I'm deep in this Costco hole. It's um, it's like an eighth of my life now. Yeah, they made you a moderator. Yeah, this is all shill. I'm just shilling Costco now for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I wanted to bring up something that I've taken some heat on. You've given me uh, some flack for this. Other people have as well. Uh, my phone background. Uh, a lot of people have noticed my phone background is just a picture of me. Yeah. And I feel like I need to address this because when one person says it, you can chalk it up to that one person just being, uh, you know, a little bit uppity. Uh, but three people have addressed it now (laughs) and, uh, and there's a reason for this. Okay. I don't have a wife, kids, a dog, anything to put as my background. And uh, so that means that if I lose my phone, because everybody has an iPhone, uh, if you just push the button, brings up the screen, you just find the guy on the phone, find the guy in the picture. That's the logic. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. I can hear. I can see you shaking your head. But you have. What do you have on your background? I have a picture of my wife. No, I'm just kidding. I, uh, she's giving me flack about that. I've got a picture of my dog, uh, artistic rendition of my dog uh, made up of forest and trees um and i i think it's beautiful and i'm going to speak for all of the people (laughs) that are thinking this right now with your with your logic of losing the phone and um someone's gonna just instinctively like hey wow okay I, i found this phone let me tap the screen oh i know this guy this is the guy from the hawk and oz podcast ryan hawk i i know exactly how to get in, in touch with him to get his phone back like is that what you think is gonna happen <laughs> no but if you lose your phone like i'm not gonna lose my phone at home but no, if i'm out but you'll lose it somewhere get it somewhere yeah yeah that's what i'm saying though if i like if i'm at the gym and i i somehow forget my phone and somebody returns it to Lost and Found, that they're not going to have access to the phone. They're going to be like, well, we need to find out who this, like, who's this is. I walk up, I'm like, hey, look at the picture on the phone. It's me. 
what if they're like um what if they're like i don't believe that nobody sets themselves as their background on their phones this must be some girl <laughs> who likes you and then they'd have to go look for that girl and and that's gonna take a while um <laughs> stop sledding because that that girl doesn't exist uh but have you i'm so gonna no. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna revolutionize your world um find my iphone have you heard of it and how would i do that when i have nobody to help me find my iPhone? no the it, it's built into your phone it's called find my iphone you can track it through your yeah. your apple cloud or icloud account you have a mac you log in i could even do it with a pc you just log into your icloud account you track it and it'll show you exactly where it is you can you can even ding it put a little notification on the screen saying hey give me back my phone you can lock it you can wipe it it's amazing I knew a guy who lost their phone. Yep. They tracked it. They found it. They found the location and they found the homeless man who had their phone. And they basically were like, hey, man, like, give me my phone back. And the guy's like, oh, jigs up and gave him the phone. It's a great it's a great service. Yeah. And it would help me if I, you know, wasn't like out and about. How like I'd have to wait to get home. You And then try to find it that way. It's like, well, why? You know, that doesn't really help me. I mean, you would. All I'm saying is no. That's bad. I'm bad logic. Is, I'm sorry. All I'm saying is, as far as the picture goes, okay. A lot of my family they have pictures of like them, their spouse, and their child as their background. It's no different. It's no different. <laughs> it's a representation of your life. And in my case, there's just it's just me. So that's what it is. This reminds me of that Simpsons episode where he's got the photo of Maggie uh, on his nuclear reactor in the office and yeah. says, "Do it, for, do it her. for her." And it's just gonna—it's just you look at your phone, you look at yourself, do it for him. Whenever you're working, yeah, do it for him. You're at the gym, do it for him. Exactly. What's the photo of yeah, again? I want to. What's the, every... I know it's you, but let me just see. What? Let me see the background. Uh, I, I can't remember which photo it was. Oh, right, it's that. And the fact of how large it is, too. It's not even like a faraway picture. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can see I can see your eye color. Well, it's black and white. But, like, I can see the pores on your face, basically. I'm, I'm, yeah. it's, that, it's that close and detailed of a photo. <laughs> it's a good picture. And I dress that way, like, 80% of the time. That's true. Too, so you it's do not dress even that like, uh, It's not even like it's, you know, people are like, oh, wow. Like, They'd be like, was that an event that you were at? I'd be like, no, it was just Tuesday. As you go to collect the phone yeah. at the gym, it'll be you in a suit going to collect it. And they're like, wow, okay, yeah, that's the exact same suit. Okay, this is... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone just needs to pump the brakes here. Like, And you said your wife wishes that you had a better background too. Not an artistic you know, photo of your dog. Should be your wife. I mean... It... That's what part of being married is. It was in her vows, I remember. She's like you need to make your phone background. You need to change it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really, because people, the thing people is too, got uncomfortable lost, at that point. They're like, just kind of looking around. They're like, I yeah. think this is turning but, I mean, into the a thing fight. Is too, if people lost, yeah. If you lost your dog and your phone, we wouldn't know who, who the dog, like, you know, we wouldn't know anything about the dog. Um, okay. My phone, I can track my dog. We've got microchips so I can track. We, we got him the COVID vaccine. So he's, he's, we can always, we always Fucking know where he is. <laughs> 1984 over here <laughs> i you know what they're doing just quick this is a good topic of discussion um adults sorry well obviously parents are sewing in they're sewing in um the apple air tags into their kids clothes um when they're younger or whatever so they can track their kid if they were ever go missing or or you know like god forsake or um god forbid get uh, abducted and so it's like that's I'm, my head's like, oh, that's actually a good idea. You can always, you'll ne you'll never lose your kids again. But it's like, does that start breaching that whole, like, you know, our kids aren't going to be kids that go play in the forest and, and have fun without, like, their parents uh, tracking their every move? Because uh, let me tell you, if I, if I had an air tracker, my parents would have ruined a lot of the fun shit that I got up to as a kid. We did a lot of stupid things on the weekends that my parents have no idea um that we would do we'd have like fake we'd have campouts in the backyard and we'd basically just sneak out and just roam the neighborhood um like and we were like 10 11 years old roam the neighborhood at night meet up with other random kids in the street um you know back alley oh, your back parents alley fights. if your parents did that <laughs> they would have been able to prevent your drug problem long before it right developed yeah um can you imagine that version of taken though like when he's on the phone with the guy and he's like 
I will find you. And they're like, good luck. And then he's like outside the door. He's like, I airtag my kid. I've implanted that airtag in my child many, many years ago. (laughs) End scene. It's actually a short film. Um, You had a note here about tipflation. And I feel like this is going to be probably the most controversial thing we've ever talked about. I think a lot of people are going to agree with us, except for people in the hospitality world. Um, And you know what? I'm I'm going to die on this hill. So I'm getting so pissed that I can't even go into a store. God forbid I go to the brewery down the street just to pick up a, a four pack of beer. Um, great beer, great place. But it's that classic. They turn the iPad and it's like I'm buying this like you would buy at a liquor store. You know, you grab a four pack. It's like I like your beer. I want to support local, etc. They turn it around and the tip flash or the, the tip screens like. I think it's minimum 15, maybe even minimum 18%, 18, 20, 24% or whatever. Uh, and then like custom or note or custom tip to, to go to zero or whatever. And like, I feel so bad every time. And I don't know, cause I don't really talk about this with people of being like, do you tip for that? If I'm just going to check out some beer, if I'm just going to go buy some beer like that or other kind of things, like you go to the food court mall, like Steve's poke bar and they, they, they build, um, Shout out to Steve's Poke Bullet Bar. Very good. Uh, very good. Um, they're not. They're not paying us, so cut that out. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, shout out to nobody uh, until you pay. Um, but again, it's almost like Subway. They build the bowl for you, like they would build the sandwich. Am I supposed to tip for that? Like I get, and even like in the regular restaurants, they're bringing you. Totally fair. I'm I'm a I'm a decent tipper. I think I, I minimum even if I get bad service, I'd always used to do fifteen percent because I avoid confrontation. But like now, it's like okay. I think it's like eighteen percent's the the standard, and 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 twenty percent's to show good good tip, and twenty five is like crazy. And it's like if you're going out for like a a meal for two and it's a hundred dollars or something with some drinks, and you're paying twenty five dollars, like a twenty five percent tip or whatever, um, because the person was social with you, like. Where does it end? Uh, and 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 I want to hear your opinion on tipping. Um, I don't want to come across as cheap. I do tip my servers, but like I I'm just getting I'm getting unruly about how it just keeps going up and up, and the the minimum of fifteen is now considered like a, a slap in the face. Yeah, I, I, no, I actually uh, agree with you on a lot of those points. I I'm the same way. Like I like to you know I'll, I'll tip if I'm sitting down somewhere. And people are bringing you food. Yeah. But the fact is, you're talking like you drove to a brewery. You went to the uh, the cooler yourself. You looked for your own, you know, the drink you wanted. Then you found it. Then you walked yourself to the till. Mm. It's not like they delivered it to you. Yeah. Um, and the fact that somebody just happened to be standing there and was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll ring you through. Yeah. And they're like, do you want to tip 20% or whatever? It's like, well, that's, that's a little bit weird. Um I've noticed it has popped up more and not to get too deep because this is not that type of a podcast, but I think it's just a real problem with just the state of this country. Really? I mean, oh a lot boy. of places. Oh boy. Go, I went got, <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. Here we go. Uh, Hawkinaw's 20, Hawkinaw's 2024. But I, I went out for, uh, for donuts with somebody the other day and we got three donuts and uh, they, you know, the person rang through the donuts and then there was like an option to tip. And it was like $1, $2 or $3. And I was like, ooh, like I'm trying to make a good impression on this person I'm with. Yeah. So I'm going to tip a dollar. But I'm like, what did I tip a dollar for? You know, like it's, you, you put, you, we picked the donuts. Uh, you stood there, you put them in a box. It took you five seconds and you want to be tipped for your efforts. And it's not the employee's fault. No, not at all. Exactly. It's, it's just, that's just what we're dealing with it, in this country now where a lot of these businesses are like, we got to make our money. And that's they're What's the term they always use? They're passing it on to the consumer. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So that's why like, like if I go to dinner and again, and I, I have noticed too, they're changing the percentages. It's not the usual 15, 18, 20. Now it's like 18, 22 and 25. Yeah. And you're like, well, where's the custom option? Yeah. And I'll do the math. Because now, now to go custom, they're, they're making it, they're making it more inconvenient um, for you to go to 15. So it's just easier to hit the 18. Um, and um, the last thing I'll say on this is you're a hundred percent right. Of it, it's not the it's not the the server's fault or anything like that. I think a lot of this kind of uh, popped up a lot more with COVID, where 
where people were like, hey, I'm supporting these local businesses. Hospitality is taking a, a hit. That's when I would tip one if I went to go pick up beer. I'd be like, hey, let's keep, can- I'm not going to say the place. Let's keep this place afloat. Like, let's make sure that the workers are paid. Let's <laughs> let's tip on whatever. Like, I'm okay to do that. Um, but my problem is, and, and not with that establishment, or, or but like in general, I think um, restaurant owners and managers have always done that. They run such a tight, margin because of food and all that and um they will pay their employees next to nothing because they are relying on the generosity of the consumer to come in and say okay um i'm gonna i'm gonna subsidize your wage here yeah you're only gonna get paid i'm gonna make make up terms here but like 850 or whatever below minimum wage when servers servers used to be able to make below minimum wage i think they've changed that now but when they did, it's like, oh, you're making below minimum wage, but you're going to get tips. So like, you know, blah, blah, blah. You're going to mm-hmm. come out ahead. So like people who work at Cactus and stuff like that, they make nothing hourly, but they make good tips. And that's because the customer is paying for that. Like they are paying that out of their own pocket. Um, so um, I always remember even like seeing at stores before COVID and all that, they would always have like a some stores, some random like convenience store would have like a tip option. And I was like, that's ridiculous. Why would you have that? But then yeah. I was kind of like thinking in my head, I was like, it's a smart business move because if you put that on there, worst case, someone's just going to say $0, but you might get somebody who comes in there and just says, you know what, whatever, $5. Um, like my friend Tanner. And I think this is a really good segue um, to <laughs> the next section um if you want to if you want to introduce what we're going to kind of do here ryan well last episode we we uh we kind of joked about you know a new segment where maybe we rate dating profiles and uh one of our listeners tanner a good friend of of brian's uh messaged us and said i'll do it and uh (laughs) so he's our guinea pig and uh, and a handsome one at that but uh but yeah i uh I'm very curious. I, I sent the uh, profile uh, to a friend of mine as well to get her feedback, as uh, you know, from a, a female perspective. Uh, but uh, yeah, I figured we should uh, we should run through this and yep. on the air, Brian and I will talk about uh, what we're seeing, and we'll have this clip chopped up and, and used for social media as well. But we'll do our best um, to des- to describe it as well um, for all of you people who just want to listen to a podcast in their car and, and um, we'll, we'll use our words to paint you a beautiful picture of Tanner and uh, of his personality and how it shines through his photos. So um, yeah, Tanner, thanks so much for sending these in. Really appreciate it. Um, do you want to first read off the bio? I don't have that on hand before we share any of the photos. I think the bios it, it's this, it's not as important as that first photo is, is what I'm going to say here. Um, but I think I think people check into that. When do you normally look at a bio there, Ryan? I'm going to be asking you a lot of questions here as, as a, an avid, um, previously avid. Um, well, you know, like, you know, you've, you've been yeah, single. You know, you, know, you, you know what the apps are. You kinda, yeah, you kind of want to see what this person's all about. Like, if they're like, yeah, like I'm a Satanist, you're like, ah, well, okay. okay. Um, but uh, so his, his bio says, about me, currently doing my master's in environmental sustainability and cooking food at a brewery. So life's pretty good. My interests, I'm a 90s kid. I love sushi, a foodie tour, road trips and brunch. I'm looking for short term, but I'm open to long. He's also a Zodiac. Uh, no, no, he didn't add no, that. Actually, no, not... he hasn't added that in. Okay. So we don't know what a Zodiac sign is. He's not the Zodiac killer. Uh, he Tanner, Tanner realized, I think, really quick, don't pigeonhole yourself to a zodiac sign because you're going to get a lot of people that might just give you a swipe what's the bad one swipe left yeah okay they might swipe you left if you're the wrong zodiac sign so tanner's playing it smart there i think but bio sounds good you know he's showing he's educated um he's showing that he's further advancing he's, he's going into something that's you know environmental sustainability that's huge that's that's i think gonna land some points there um, and, and he's just down for a fun time. And I think at the end of the day, that's, that's, that's going to be a big factor for, for, um, you know, the girls that he's going to be hook, matching with. And, and, and I almost said hooking up with, but I meant more like, you know, <laughs> hooking up with on the app in terms of matching up with on the app. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. What do you think of the bio so far? I think it's a good, bio. I think it's, I think it's solid. It's like, it's not giving away too much. 
Uh, and it just, you know, it's a, it's a little bit of a glimpse into, uh, the life of Tanner. I don't think it tries too hard either. Um, you know, I, I, I see on Reddit all the time, like funny, funny, um, like Tinder bios and stuff. And it was kind of like people, people really put in the effort for puns or, or like over the top stuff. And it's kind of like, all right, well, just let's pump the brakes here a little bit. Uh, I think it's a, it, it can have, it can, it can probably be a good thing in some cases, but in, in a lot of cases it's, it's pretty cringy. So I'm going to show the first photo here. Um, and I'm going to just, we're going to describe it. Now I want to say that I told Tanner, uh, and I'd like to take credit for any of his success, um, in the dating field. And if he ever meets his wife that he has to credit me, um, if she says that she was attracted to him from this first photo, because I think this is a great photo. And I was with him at the brewery, in question from earlier and um we were going through his profile and this is this is hinge or is this tinder uh tinder this is okay so we were going through his, his dating profiles or whatever and um I, we scrolled through the photos and i said this has got to be the one that's your first one um he's he's standing upright he's got good posture he's wearing dark sunglasses and he's kind of got like an a, a slightly open almost arabic inspired shirt um but like it's it's good it's a good shirt probably like a linen shirt uh if i were to say and he's holding a yeah. glass of what looks to be rosé and in the background looks like there's some flowers and and even some like some some smaller palm trees uh so it looks like he's at an event um it looks like he's um he's got one hand in the pocket he's wearing a watch so it's like hey okay like He's he's a put together guy. He's he's able to to put his pants on one leg at a time and keep them on. Um, and I I don't know. I think it's a really good first photo to 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 you know if people are shallow on these apps, like it's like okay, this is a photo that's going to draw people in. Um, and then from there, you can if you want to take it in a, a different direction, you can. Um, Ryan, your thoughts on this photo? <laughs> Yeah, it's a good picture, man. I mean, you know, the shirt's good. I always appreciate a nice, uh, a nice half button up, open collar. Um, you you kind of summarized it. I mean, it's, it's him looking like he's at some sort of gala, so it's good. Yeah, I, I will say now, looking back at it a bit more, maybe it's the linen shirt. It's a little wrinkled, Tanner. Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe that's going to bother some people. Um, it certainly bothers me. Um, but um, other than that, I'd, I'd give it an I'd give it a nine nine out of ten photo. It would have been a ten or a nine point five if I didn't see the the wrinkles. Um, rating on that one, there, uh, Ryan. I'm, I'm gonna <clears> go. Uh, I'll go. I'll go nine and a half. Okay. I don't really give a shit about the wrinkles. Good for you. You know. Yeah. It's, it's whatever. Hey, it shows. You know, maybe he's 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 up for adventure. He doesn't care if his shirt's in a backpack because he just hiked a mountain or something. I don't know. Okay, next photo. Tanner takes it in a very weird direction here. Um, so he <laughs> he pulls them in with this really well put together. I'm in this half button up shirt. You know, I look like I'm like a lawyer at this fancy party yacht club sort of thing. And then he goes to one where he's wearing a beanie. It looks like it's winter. I'm assuming it's winter. He's wearing a beanie and like a, a I want to say six eight six like snowboard shirt jacket fleece. And he's holding an ice cream cone, big mustache on. He's got this massive, massive mustache, um, very defined. And he's standing next to standing next to a sign that says "Lick, Laugh, Love." Um, and he's kind of got a face on his his face, like, yeah, I, I'm. You know, I wanted to take a photo in front of this sign. Like he he knows what's up. He's being a bit cheeky with it. Um, I think it's a really goofy photo. I think it's funny. It shows personality, but I don't know. Is that gonna is that gonna be is that gonna be jarring from that first photo where it's kind of like he didn't ease into the um, the goofiness. He went right like right for full tilt. Um, Ryan, what do you think? I'm gonna say the first photo drew in everybody. Yeah. Uh, the second the second photo with the smirk next to the slogan. <laughs> that one's for you, ladies. You know exactly what. Uh, you know why that shirt's wrinkled? It's because it was on the floor all night. So uh, yeah, that's that's what Tanner's bringing. Tanner Tanner started off, uh, you know, Jekyll and Hyde here. He's kind of letting you uh, letting you in on what he's into. Maybe he's showing like the layers, right? It's like, hey, yeah. you can take me to your your fancy dinner party, 
but only if we get ice cream after. <laughs> and that's that, like the first pic. The first picture is like your parents will love me. The second picture is like your neighbors are gonna hate me. <laughs> Okay, so up next um, on the Tanner profile, we have uh, this photo here. And you know what? If I, I Tanner, I think he's a mastermind of this this um, the, the the photo sequences he's laying out here. So he went well put together. You know, I'll just show you right here. He went well put together. Then he went, hey, okay, I've got a little bit of a goofy side. But also, you know, I'm a team player. Uh, I, I've got a good career, um, and 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 most importantly, I can cook a really good meal. Um, so like he's he's really adding layers to this whole thing. This 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 profile of Tanner. He's showing multiple facets of of what Tanner can do, um, and and yeah, it just shows that he's you know he's employed. So there, he's not a liability that way. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i was gonna say and he's also you got the he's got the forearm tattoo showing right that's, uh you know that's something that a lot of women they love a guy with some ink and uh that's tanner just kind of put it out there like hey i uh i'm not afraid to uh to you know put some artwork on the body and i think that's a common trait amongst most people in kitchens is they a lot of them have the the forearm tattoo they do going. yeah so, you know, and, uh, that is actually a friend of mine. I sent this profile to a friend of mine, um, who's married. So it's not like I was like, Hey, look at this guy. <laughs> I said, what's your honest rating? She loved this picture the best. Oh, she said, this is the one. Cause she said, this is a guy who, if a woman knows a man can cook true. One of the hottest things about him. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's actually good to know. That's a good point. Um, and also he has a pen. He's always got a pen on hand. So Maybe he's a maybe he's a writer. There's there's so many layers here. Um, okay, um, let's move over to his second last photo. Um, controversial one, I think. I don't know. I don't. We'll we'll see what you think of this. But um, here's a photo here. Also, we didn't set the scene for the last one. Uh, if anyone was wondering, it's him in a kitchen um, as, as a chef. Uh, this photo here is a selfie that Tanner took. Uh, he loves these shirts, these colorful shirts with like little things like the um, things of color that pop up. Uh, very unique shirts. It's got a unique sense of style. Um, but this is uh, a photo of him looking like he's, I think he's like on a golf trip with some of his friends. So it's, I think it's to show, hey, I have friends. I have, I have a social circle. Like I'm not, I'm not like, um, you know, like a shut-in. Um, but, um, you know, questionable friends here. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's a subtraction <laughs> point. Maybe maybe he's like, they're going to be like, I don't know, These are, are these good influences? Are they bad ones? Um, you know, this, this gentleman right here, jury's still out on that. You never know. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's just, it's, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's a good picture. I don't know. It's kind of, you know, again, it just shows off the mustache, and uh, you're right. You know, it's uh, just a bunch of dudes, to, just a bunch of bros, a bunch of bros hanging, hanging out on a golf trip. I think, yeah. um, maybe, yeah. So, pretty good photo. Again, I, I see what he's going for here. Um, and then finally, this is the last piece. So it's like, okay, you've stayed this long, um, ladies. Um, and, and this is my, my last photo in the reel. And he tries to, I think he goes out with a banger here. So to set the stage for the listeners, it's Tanner in, in a Canadian tuxedo, which is otherwise known as jeans with a jean jacket. Um, I think he's got a beer cracked here. Um, was definitely a beer. I can't tell what kind of beer. It's a blue beer. Um, and he's standing in front of an F, an E, e. an E three fifty motorhome, um, and he's posing kind of like, yeah, I own a motorhome, you know, no big deal. Um, and and I think he wants to show the the ladies that hey, you know, I have a place to live, and you know, I and not only do I have a place to live, I can take it anywhere. So, you know, maybe I can, I can be around. I can be close to you if, if you want, if you want a long-term serious relationship, 
But also, if 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 you're worried about me being clingy, I can drive somewhere else and stay there. Like I don't have to stay right on your road, right outside of your house, five days a week. I can maybe go down down a couple of miles or something. So I think he's 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 putting this one out there to show them, hey, balls in your court. Just just so you know, I'm down, and I got the resources and the ability to be near, far, wherever you are. <laughs> Yeah, you know that, and this was uh, my friend said this picture was a little bit of a toss up. Yeah, because he looks pretty harmless, but at the same time, a man with a mustache and a motorhome—they uh, make movies about guys. Like I'm pretty this. sure Jeffrey and Dahmer had an E350. I think that's uh, that's probably <laughs> accurate. Uh, I think there was a movie with Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal, Prisoners, called Prisoners. Yep, which uh, very similar. Also had a motorhome. This is like one of those. Oh yeah, and and that's what I'm saying. It's and like, I'm pretty sure in um, what's it called the movie um, Silence of the Lambs, uh, Buffalo Bill had a jean jacket on. So, I mean, Tanner, I don't know yeah, if I, this is the photo you want to end with. I think you maybe if you're having any sort of troubles or challenges on the Tinder world, like maybe the maybe the the matches are like ooh, four out of five of these photos are great, but that last one, I don't know, I. Uh, I just watched Dahmer on Netflix and, and I should probably, I should probably not do this. This doesn't seem safe, but overall, Ryan, um, what's your take on this, this Tinder profile? You've, you've, um, you know, you've got your experience. You, um, you know, you know, what's good, what's bad. Um, yeah, I want to know, I want to know your honest opinion from, from one man to another. And, um, I haven't been on Tinder in like, like a few years, uh, and I also never looked for guys on there. Okay, huh. um, but I would say that uh, that this, you know, I think it starts off strong, you know, and then we kind of get the progression of here's, you know, here's the real Tanner, you know, a guy who, uh, when it's all said and done, you know, he he cleans up very well, but realistically, he just wants to be in his jean jacket, in his motorhome. And, uh, for some women, I think for a lot of women, they, they don't mind that, you know, I mean, look, real estate's not cheap. Any man who's got some property they own, I think is, uh, is a win. Mm-hmm. So, um, I applaud it. I think that it's, uh, it's a good profile and, uh, I, I look forward to once this goes viral, uh, seeing, you know, the next season of the bachelor and uh and tanner Tan- tanner maybe get in the tanner rolls up to the the bachelor um house in the motorhome <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 let the girls have the house <laughs> he's tanner like i'm good out here i got the, i got the e350 i'll just park can i can i do you have an extension cord that i can just run out just so i can use the stove um yeah but i uh, that's the fantasy that's that's the fantasy suite that's right there uh so ladies He's single. Um, he's a great guy. Um, this last photo, I would say, is is one that really represents Tanner. Um, and I mean that in the best way. Just a good, solid dude looking for just having a good time, having fun. Um, and um, especially in the summer, just good, good times, lots of camping, lots of things like that. So if you're interested in Tanner, hit up the Instagram page. Let us know. We'll put you in touch. Um, I'm three for three for introductions to weddings. So uh, this could be your lucky day. And if you want to submit your own uh, bio and get some traction on that um, and put it out there, hit us up, send us some photos. Ryan and I would love to um, kind of show it and um, speak to it. Cause I'm sure you, there's a lot of really good uh, photos out there and I want to see more. All right, let's uh, let's move into the recommendation segment before we get into our uh, our big segment, the uh, the news of the week. Um, my recommendation this week, Brian, is a movie called Velocipaster. <laughs> and before you jump to conclusions about what this movie is, it's not what it sounds like. It's about a pastor who develops the supernatural uh, supernatural ability when he gets angry to turn into a velociraptor. <laughs> And uh, when I was, I was having coffee with someone and they, they said over Easter they were going to watch this movie. And I mm-hmm. thought that's applicable. Mm-hmm. And um, I checked out the trailer and then I watched the movie. OK. And for a budget of 
for a budget of $36,000, you'd never know. Uh, the, the dinosaur uh, is is probably on par, if not better, than uh, any of the Jurassic Parks. And uh, overall, I just, uh, I'm not a big movie guy. This is in my top 10. I think that uh, what this movie brought to the table, uh, if you have 75 minutes, go watch it. And uh, you won't regret it. I mean, it's an, it's an original idea. I feel like this is something you and I could have done at some point, like 10 years ago. Yeah. Like we could have come up with this idea, 100%. So that's, uh, that's my recommendation. Um, it's, it's, in a, it's a foreign film, isn't it? No. No? I mean... I thought it was made in no. like uh, Spain or something. Um, overall, though, was it, was, it pretty, was it pretty good? Are we, are you, like, I know like... I'm saying if you don't watch this, like you're missing out. Like what else are you going to watch? It's like you would, it's like if you went to the Louvre, you'd see the Mona Lisa, right? If you have a TV, you need to watch the Velocipaster. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Um, Recommendations. I will be honest. I haven't, uh, I didn't really uh, give this a thought. Um, Recommendations though. What I, I will throw out there. It's it's a lot. It's a popular one that a lot of people are watching. But uh, Ted Lasso, uh, newest season came out. Uh, big fan of the Ted Lasso series. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the synopsis is it's um, Will. No, it's not Will. It's um, Jason Sudeikis. Jason, and he uh, is an American football coach, um, like American football, and he goes over to the UK. Uh, to England to be the main coach for this uh, Premier League soccer team or European football team. And he knows nothing about the sport. And he's like from Kansas. So he's got like that like Southern drawl, or maybe not Kansas. Um, anyways, he's kind of got that like Southern charm. Doesn't know what's going on with the sport. Very optimistic guy, but kind of a, a little bit foolish. Um, and his whole thing is like, how can you still be a good coach? By just being positive and and the teamwork and making making everybody better on the team as as individuals uh, in their own lives and then they come together as a better team, uh, really funny, uh, pretty heartwarming. It's a very like optimistic show, so I think it's easy to always watch just kind of crap that keeps that brings you down, but like murder mysteries and like Dahmer series and stuff like that. Um, it's nice to just be reminded of of the the better stuff, the the happier kind of stuff. So it's a good mood lifter. If you're feeling the weight of the world, throw it on easy watch. It's on Apple or you can find it in other less legal ways. <laughs> All right. And now it's, uh, it's time to get into uh, the story of the episode. And I, I love this one, Brian. Um, it's about a Turkish man who goes out. He has a night out. He's drunk. And, uh, Next day he wakes up and he just comes across a search party and being a good citizen, he goes, I got to join these folks. We got to find out who's missing. We got to find them, rescue them. And as they're walking along, he hears that they're calling his name and he realizes the search party (laughs) is for him. Oh my God. So how, how blackout did he get that, that he was, he must've been gone for a while. His wife was worried. I think he was gone for what? A day, two days. It was. It was just like an overnight. It was an overnight thing. thing. Okay, so yeah, and then um, I I love the part that um, he uh, he said when when they said his name, he said I'm I'm that person like that. That's me, and they just didn't believe him, and they they had <laughs> so they just kept searching. So it's just kind of like okay, like I'm trying to warn you, this is me. It's oh, okay, very funny continue on with the search i don't know how do you break that to somebody i would be i would be freaking out because it's like all these people came out gave up their like their day to go search a forest for this body and uh you just got too drunk and didn't make it home on time yeah i think uh i think the biggest thing is is you mentioned before not being confrontational and i feel like for this guy that's a hell of an internal battle where you're, you're almost like do i do i sneak away and then come back and be like hey you found me <laughs> Or do you say it when everyone's around? Are you like, hey, like, oh, I'm right here. Or yeah. or do you not say anything at all? And you just try to, like, get home? I think I would probably, at that point, um, leave a, a note 
like a kidnapper's note saying that I was stolen and like hide away somewhere for a couple of days, make it be believable. Maybe send a couple more notes. Um, say like, you better send us all this money or, or he gets it and like really make it, you know, flesh out the whole, the whole story. And then eventually um, I would tie myself up or appear to tie myself up in a warehouse down by the docks, um, break myself free, create a, a reasonable amount of evidence that I broke myself free from this chair and, and blindfold, then make it back to town and be like, you'll have no idea what happened. Like I just got out and they, they, they blindfolded me and I don't know who it was and blah, blah, blah. And um, because then people would feel like, wow, we did something. We, we helped find him. Like he's back. He's safe. I don't want to, I don't want to ruin on their day that they, they were just looking for a guy who got blackout drunk. So I would, <laughs> uh, I would take it to an, a very elaborate ruse to spare their feelings. <laughs> I also like the fact that I, when I first saw the story, I thought this was going to be the case of like a young 18, 19 year old. This guy was 51. Yeah, I know. And he just was, <laughs> he was like, I don't want my wife to be mad at me. I don't, I'm sorry. I kind of ruined everyone's day. His kids are looking for him too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. His grandkids are yeah. uh, putting up wanted po- or putting up posters all over the town. But, uh, but yeah, I just, I love the story because I love the idea of just, coming across a search party and and you know he sounds like a great guy he sounds like his intentions were noble he joins the he joins the group but then just that feeling of when everyone else is shouting his name like yeah. <laughs> just like oh god oh no but what if like the the weird part is that they were shouting his name do they shout both the first name and last name in a search party cuz like if they just for example if his name was like Sam sam jones and they're just being like sam sam are you there sam like i just be like oh wow this guy's got the same name as me and i keep searching but but it's like it just seems weirder to me than being like sam jones sam jones are you there sam jones sam jones age 51 from 197th street down in greenwood crescent it's like you know what if you've got a common name i don't know well, that's what he that's what he says in the article. He says he realized about half an hour in because they said they were looking for Behan Mutlu. Okay. And 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 so they were using first and last name. And then, uh, yeah, he says, I told them I was Behan Mutlu, but they continued the search because they didn't believe me. The truth came out when my friend Masoot saw me. And uh, and that's when everybody, uh, which is also kind of weird because you'd think a search party would not doubt somebody being like, you found me, like I'm here. It's all good. We can go home now. And they were like, no, 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 you're not the guy. I wonder if he was still drunk. I wonder if they were just like, this is like some, some crazy Yeah, they, they, they smell the booze He's like on hammered. Him. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, no, nah, nah, get out of here, you bum. <laughs> we're looking for yeah. this hero. Bayhan <laughs> Bayhan Mutlu. Not you, you drunkie. Get out of here. <laughs> no, but I am Bayhan Mutlu. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. All right, buddy. Well, this was fun. Uh, get us out of. Do you have a sign off? Um, no. <laughs>